This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners, and welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's hand cell is Ray Bearer by Jordan Ifueko, which I actually read for our other podcast, SFF Yeah. We're doing a book club, and listeners and Sharifa and I ended up selecting Ray Bearer as our November book club pick. So by the time you are listening to this hand cell, we will likely have the SFF Yeah book club episode up. So if you have already read it, and or would like to read it, you should head over there to find out more. I'm going to give like the highlights version of my reaction to this amazing book in this Hansel episode. But before we get into that, let us hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Gallery Books. So Anna Green thought she was marrying Liam West for access to subsidized family housing while at UCLA, which is an interesting reason to marry someone, but you know, in this economy. So anyway, she signed divorce papers when the graduation caps were tossed and she thought she was done. Eh, she wasn't. Three years later, Anna is a starving artist living paycheck to paycheck while West is a Stanford professor. Now he is part of a conglomerate. His family owns this mega grocery store chain. He's not interested in working for them, but he is interested in those greenbacks, honey, that come in the form of a $100 million inheritance. To get it, he has to be married for five years. That's where our girl Anna comes back into play. So the two will fake a marriage, but as he gets to know her and gets to appreciate the feisty, foul mouth, paint splattered girl that she is, he'll begin to wonder if the money is worth the love of his life. Pick up The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren to find out if it is. And thanks again to Gallery Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds. College student Blake and her girlfriend have one goal, join the exclusive sorority that promises connections to a network of trailblazing women of color. Now, Ella's acceptance is a sure thing. She's a daughter of a Serena Society alum. After all, Blake, on the other hand, lacks Ella's pedigree and her confidence. Luckily, though really unluckily, she finds courage at the bottom of a liquor bottle. When she drinks, she's bold and funny, and as pledging intensifies, so does Blake's drinking. Ella assures her that she's fine, partying hard is what it takes, but with her future on the line, Blake must decide how far she's willing to go to achieve glittering dreams of success. Now, just so you know, Jazz Hammonds is the 2023 winner of the Critics Scott King John Steptoe Award for New Talent for We Deserve Monuments, and We Deserve Monuments was an Amazon Best Books of the Year and Barnes & Noble Best Books of the Year for 2023, so suffice to say, y'all should check this new one out. Thanks again to Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds for sponsoring this episode. 
All right. So, Ray Bear, I actually knew basically nothing about this book when we picked it for SFF. Yeah. I just knew it sounded cool and the cover is beautiful. It's got this like kaleidoscopic rainbow situation in the background. And then front and center is a young, dark skinned woman's face. She's got like shiny hair. She looks very confident. It's it's a very attractive and intriguing cover. And I also had heard that it was like a fantasy that was inspired in part by West Africa. So like all kinds of interesting things going on. And then I read it. And man, I can't believe I hadn't read this book sooner. The sequel is out pretty much now. And I cannot wait to dive into that because boy, does this end on a cliffhanger of a note. It also is very satisfying. So I don't think it's one of those ones where you want to like throw the book across the room cliffhanger. It's just like, oh my gosh, I, I cannot wait to hear what happens next. So the main character, Terry Sai, is the daughter of a very mysterious and very absent woman who goes by the lady. We don't know her real name. And Terasai grows up isolated in this house where, like, nobody comes that's not a tutor of some kind or who doesn't already work in the house. So she doesn't have any friends. She doesn't have any playmates. She can see, like, other people out the window, but they don't ever seem to respond to her. Like, she'll wave and they won't wave back. And this is this is her childhood. It's very isolated and hard for her. And her mother, like, shows up once in a blue moon to see how her education is progressing. And her tutors are like, you know, really drilling her in all kinds of different things. Terry Sai also has this talent where she cannot be burned by fire. She doesn't really understand why, but she knows it's true. So something is interesting and going on with her. But she just lives for her mother's approval. She doesn't really get it. It's a very difficult childhood. And then out of nowhere, her mother sends her away to the capital of this giant empire. And Terry Sai has no idea what's going on. She gets there and she finds out that children from all over this empire are brought to the capital to potentially be chosen as part of the young prince's council. Every ruler of this empire has a council made up of 11 other people of the same age, and they're all connected by this like magical power called the ray. So they all become bound to each other. They can hear each other's thoughts. They can't be away from each other for very long because of this connection. And she, again, like has almost no idea what's going on. She's been information has been kept from her, but she's just trying to do her best to make her mother proud. This is all extremely complicated because her mother has some very dark designs and all her mother really wants is to use Teresai as an extension of herself. So Teresai is carrying a lot of expectations and weight and conflicting duties. And she begins to connect with the other children that she meets, including the prince. But like, it's all very complicated by her mother's machinations. And while you follow Teresa, you get to learn more and more about this world and the different regions that make up this empire and um, how they interact with each other and, you know, what is going on in each of those places. There's also, and this is an interesting thing that I can't wait to talk about more about at book club, there is this tithe that the Empire pays to these demons from the underworld every year. They send 300 children into the underworld to like prevent the demons from coming out and wreaking havoc 
on the rest of the empire. And some of these children come back, but not very many. Most of them are lost forever. And all of the children for a while now have been coming from one specific region that's actually outside of the empire. And so obviously those people are not very happy about it. And you get to know more and more about that situation and what the consequences of that choice and that tithe are for everyone else and for the empire. And it is so... It just really digs into all of these very complicated questions of, you know, power and does the end justify the means and manipulation and trying to live your life through other people or trying to be a person who lives their own life despite the expectations of those around them. It's so compelling. These characters are so great. Oh, my gosh. These children, you really see them grow from, you know, sort of like seven, eight-ish, I want to say, is when we pick up with Terasai into their tweens and then teens. And it is so powerful to watch them grow and wrestle with these situations and their own feelings and their own talents or lack thereof and their own insecurities. It's just really, really, really well done. I am obsessed with all of these characters. I'm obsessed with the political situation. I cannot wait to see what is next for Terasai. And I really think there's so much going on here. So I'm very excited to have it as a book club pick. It was also a really nice just like get out of my own brain, get out of my own situation, escape to a completely different world. And I loved the world building here. The magic is super interesting. The terrain, the geography, you really feel like you're there. There's so many fascinating facets to this world that If Waco has built. So I just recommend it in all the ways. Um, and again, I hope you will enjoy if you've already read it or if you read it and then, you know, decide you want to listen to our uh, book club episode over at SFF. Yeah, because that's going to be really fun. I'm really excited about it. So again, I've been talking about Ray Bearer, which is the first in the Ray Bearer series by Jordan If Waco. Happy reading, y'all. Thanks go out to our audio editor, Jen Zink, who is possibly magic herself. Thanks to you all for listening, as always. If you would like more book recommendations, you can get those at bookriot.com. We have our other podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, including SFF Yeah, obviously. Uh, if you would like to email us, you can do that. Get booked at bookriot.com. You can send in questions for the main recommendation show. You can send in feedback, etc. We love to see it. Pet pictures, always welcome. If you would like to review us on Apple Podcasts or other podcatcher platforms, that's also super welcome because it helps other people find us. And in between shows, you can catch up with me on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we'll talk to you next time. 